Hi, you're again with Volleyball Explained podcast and our first edition of the podcast about the Italian League in 2021. Happy New Year to all of you. Happy New Year also to Ronnie and Nicola who are here and we are going to talk uh, in the next, I don't know how many minutes, about Italian volleyball, about the 15th, 16th and the 17th round plus some of the postponed matches due to COVID. But before that, we will start uh, this time with uh, a topic uh, which is very interesting and a little bit controversial because in the middle of the season, the Italian League, the Italian Superlega changed the rules of the championship. What uh, did they change? There won't be any, releg any relegating teams and in the end of the season. So the teams for the next season will be not 12, but 13. So only one team will uh, promote, but no relegated teams in the end of the season. So, so uh, that won't be any problem for any of the teams uh, uh, this season in the league, including Cisterna, which uh, has the worst record so far. And the other thing is that in the playoffs, all teams, but the last one will play in the playoffs. So all 11 teams uh, will play uh, in this uh, in the in the final round uh, of the championship. So, what is your opinion about that? First, first question, and uh, just to, to start uh, to start talking. Yes, Nicola, you are the Italian guy. You are more uh, close than anyone else here. So please, enlighten us. Uh, uh, okay, guys. Well, as you can imagine, it spread a lot of controversial here in Italy. And pretty surprisingly, a lot of people are against that. Even the one in those teams would have benefited from that decision. And for example, Stefano Mengozzi, uh, which is Ravenna's middle blocker and captain, uh, when asked about it, uh, he said he didn't like the decision, especially for his own team, because it's made by a lot of young players and to, to grow and to improve. And they have to feel that every point and every game matters. And with that new decision, uh, it doesn't, uh, actually. Right now, winning or losing is not a big deal. Personally, I didn't like the decision, but I didn't count as a member of Lega Council, so <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter at the end. Well, yes, uh, sorry, I was adjusting my microphone. Yes, uh, for me, it's an interesting topic, you know, because all these are related to course the well-known pandemic of COVID-19 uh, as you can see volleyball is not a professional sport in Italy and they they always use uh, uh, sponsors to mount a team during the season and they depend of uh, external money to make a team uh, so we, with that being said the sponsors expect that uh, his brand uh, to be displayed uh, a certain amount of of day or months or whatever uh, per year, and with uh, with the COVID nineteen that isn't happening. Okay, you can in some way uh, postpone a match and then play, but it 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 will not be the same because. A team uh, was uh, in quarantine, the other is too strong, they will expect at least play 
four set now is three zero. So uh, again, if anything uh, uh, were like I don't know an MBA who who have an organization and uh, uh, every everything is run through the team and not by external sponsor. I think this change will will have made so because of the, of the of the sponsor and the position of the league to attract more business uh, uh, every year to help the teams and so and go on. Uh, these uh, these are uh, you know uh, changes that has to be made. The only thing I agree with you is that they uh, they will they they have come. Uh, during a period that is it, not good for everyone, you know, because uh, we are playing right now the last part of the regular season, and positions are are being uh, de determined. Like you said before, Ravenna uh, was uh, or was at least was trying to to stay in Serie A. Now they they might lose every match left because they know yeah. that they will be in the playoffs no no matter what. Uh, Cisterna, I that is a thing that like uh, like Siena years ago had uh, a, a little thing called bad luck. You know, they couldn't find a way to win a match after other, and because of that they. They were a decent team, but they ended up like a mediocre one team. So uh, I think with coach uh, Slobodan Kovac next season, they they can do some damage. Or again, not to five for uh, say, uh, I don't know one one to five, but at least uh, a nine. You can you can name it. But after all, that thing ha uh, has been true. Is a bit, uh, it's a little bit of relief for them and for the organization to to say at least that they will be no relegation. And yeah, that's it. I'm trying to to think about the reasoning behind the, the this decision, and it is awkward. It is changed to this, to to do this in the middle of the season. But let's see what is uh, what is the pro on that. The pro can be that the, the teams are are not on equal footing. So some teams are hit by COVID, some, some teams are not hit. Some teams play played all 17 matches like, uh, like uh, Cisterna, Padova, and Perugia uh, so far. Other teams has, uh, have only 13 matches like Milano. So the teams are not on equal footing, so in uh, unequal uh, conditions. They, they play in unequal conditions. But uh, let, let's see the other point that COVID is an awful thing, but COVID is like an illness like many others. So, so this could create a precedent where uh, you can require from the league something to, I, I don't know, uh, the, uh, the, the, the... I know what you mean. Yeah, but if uh, you yell so much, sorry, if you yell so much, they will hear you, okay? Yeah. But, but uh, it, it's not supposed to be like that. Like, for example, I watched watching the game of uh, Piacenza Civitanova, and every time that Lube complained during a, a, a play, the ref stopped the game and just point for you. You you can't do that every every year. Sorry. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe we can uh, we can go to the uh, to the matches. Uh, 
let's have this uh, a topic about the, about the rule change uh, for now and uh, start with the matches. But of course, we can uh, taking into account the other topics. We can also go to the to the other things uh, about related to this rule change also. Uh, so we have the 15th round, uh, which has been played on 20th of December with Milano-Modena, uh, a postponed match for 21st of January. Also, Lupe Monza will be played uh, they, uh, then. Cisterna-Ravena 1-3, Vibo-Padova 3-0, Perugia-Verona 3-1, and Trento against Piacenza 3-0. The rise of Trento uh, carries on. Maybe Nicola can say some words about the Trento Piacenza match, and then I, I will mention some of the postport matches thereafter from the ninth and the tenth rounds. Okay. Um, we had a high expectation about that game, as you said. It was a clash between two of the hottest teams in the league at the moment, but it actually turned out into a monologue. And Trento won easily 3 0 in 75 minutes, giving Piacenza no option. And then in the game with the 72% in attack, which is uh, so far the best team performance of the entire Super League. As usual, Trento pushed from the service line, giving Baranovic uh, an hard time setting up the right play. And unless the, the previous match, uh, Finger wasn't a factor at all. And Clevenol also struggled. But the player who disappointed me the most from Piacenza was uh, Musabi or Musabi, however you want to call him, that was completely out of rhythm and Bernardi replaced him and during the sets and then definitely from the, from the third set. Trento proved to be too strong for whatever lineups Piacenza tried to, tried to set up. Uh, Abdelaziz ended up with 78% in attack, Lucarelli with 72, and both Podrashanin and Lizinath over 80. When you have a, t- a team that play like that in attack, there's very few things uh, uh, you can do. Basically, Janelli has been toying with uh, Piacenza's blocks all the game, and it was a, was a shootout, basically. And Piacenza hit the 20s once, I think, in the second set, or I don't remember. Yeah, 21 points in the second set, 16 in the first, and 17 in the third. And that, that, that was the, the first uh, uh, great win for Trento. Because I don't consider the three 0 against uh, against Modena such a uh, great win. Modena was struggling at the moment, uh, at the time, while Piacenza was uh, was uh, on the run. So it was the first of many December statements, let's call it, uh, from Trento. I I will mention some things about the match between Perugia and Verona because Verona took a set from uh, from Perugia. Of course, the favorite won, but uh, this uh, this set uh, taken from Verona for me is the indication that if all their seven players, because they they play mostly with seven players plus Asparuchos Parukov, are healthy and playing, they can cause some problems. Maybe not to win matches against the favorite, but to, to cause some problems uh, at least. Uh, Mats Jensen, the, uh, the, the Danish opposite, is, is playing, uh, is in, in improving uh, to the matches. And uh, his lack in some, some other matches where he was not able, was not able to play 
was uh, visible for uh, for Verona. So I believe that uh, that that this rule change, let's let's go back to this one, uh, can be uh, very helpful for them to to show that they can more uh, in the playoffs than they uh, have shown until now. Uh, Definitely. They, they got a shot to the quarterfinals with the new rules, uh, while with the old one, they wouldn't even be into the playoff. So, yeah, if there's a team that could be advantage of the rules, is Verona. If Verona doesn't want to mention, to add something... Uh... No, just commenting of uh, the well, uh, well path of Vio Valencia, giving no chance to a uh, young team of Padua. It seems that Valencia can stay at least in fourth place. We will have to wait the, the epic comeback of Trentino in the next five games. But uh, the, they, they are halfway through it because they won against uh, the, the, the best, uh, Ferrugia and Civitanova. So I think if, like, like I mentioned before in the, in the chat, if everything goes normally, smoothly, Trentino will clinch that third uh, position like everyone uh, was uh, uh, like everyone bet before the, the beginning of the championship. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon probably because Trentino is one point uh, behind Vibo and tomorrow on the 6th of, uh, of January it will be Trento-Milano. So. Hopefully, Trent will get the three points and get the third place from Valencia, from Vibo Valencia. On the 16th of December, a postponed match between Verona and Piacenza uh, has been played, and Piacenza won 3 1. Both teams were uh, without their uh, regular opposites Verona without Jensen and Piacenza without uh, Grozer. So, Cleveno played as, as an opposite, so they changed. Uh, in the 10th round, there were four postponed matches played on 16, 17, and 23rd of December. Padova Ravenna one set to three. Vibo Cisterna another win for Vibo and another defeat for Cisterna three to zero. Modena Verona three one again without Jensen for Verona and one of the uh, not so many. A wins for Modena uh, lately, and the most interesting match of the postponed ones, uh, Perugia Lube, this derby match between the first and the second in the in the championship, three two four Lube, uh, very even, very equal match and better attack for Lube. I believe that the. Opposite's problem in Perugia is deepening because Atanasievich is not getting into shape. Uh, secondly, they tried to play uh, Teister Hort as an opposite. He's principally playing as an outside hitter and this is not working quite well, as, especially against uh, the better teams like, uh, like Lube in this case. And also, I don't believe that the Canadian opposite, uh, Sharon Vernon Evans, is, is on the level needed to play uh, in Superliga, at least again against this, the best teams like uh, Trentino and, uh, and uh, Lube. And I, I, would, I would be happy to hear your opinion on that one. Well, I think uh, in the last 
years we have a tendency in in modern volleyball you know young players are going out too soon to bigger teams and they forget about the this is a long way to start them you know uh, uh, I didn't think that Vernon belongs to organization like Perugia uh, with only one year being started in a thing like Ravenna who who have uh, big uh, troubles to get a team during the off season you know because they don't have much money and they only hire like uh, young young players to develop and then to i, I think uh, send 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 to to other bigger teams like like happened before with uh, Maurice Torres or Bugger or any any other Exactly, uh, the the poker of of opposites with now Bernard be the fourth. So I think uh, players have to think about more about their their futures and their career because you have this uh, we we don't we no doubt a, a good talented player like Bernard, but he isn't in the right time to go a team like Perugia and. Despite he make at least uh, three, three or four points, uh, that this team needs uh, for sure uh, an opposite. You you can see the, the numbers. Uh, Atanasievi received 35 balls uh, with uh, coming out of a big injury. I don't think Travica is thinking too much about it. It's just setting setting the balls to to he to to him to get used. To his set, but against a team like uh, Chivitanova, is uh, I I I expect that defeat, even when I knew that it doesn't matter. Atanasievi wasn't ready, uh, and again after uh, before that game in Champions League, three three one, uh, again Leon has to do all the job, but it's it's isn't enough. You you are playing a a sport uh, which sits other guys and not just one. So yeah, it was an expected defeat. And I thought it was uh, going to be 3-1. But again, they they were playing in, in Perugia, right? They were in Perugia and I think it's too hard to beat that team in, in home court, despite the result, you know. Uh, Okay, yes, we can say that Trentino won against them 3-1, but it does is it was a game that it doesn't matter the result, the things will go and change in the tabella position. So uh, we can argue again that uh, Perugia is wasn't too interested in winning that match against Trentino or or, or Luigi Chivitanova, but it is what it is, a defeat and uh, yeah, uh, even with that, they are still in first place, so will be a hard battle. But that doesn't uh, really care much because of the change made in in the system. So, yeah, for me, is that it? Well, uh, I think that taking back on on Vernon Evans, it was a surprising move this summer when I saw that Perugia get him. But the reason is. It's a young player and it's a cheap one when it comes out 
this comes down to the contract. So they have to to get a new backup opposite because that was the the intending position for him in Perugia. No one expected Atanasiewicz to miss so many so many games. So for his development, as you said, Ronnie, I don't know if it would better be the starting opposite in a team uh, uh, like like Ravenna or try to um, learn something from the great player he could uh, uh, practice with uh, in Perugia. And about the game, I'm not so sure that Perugia doesn't care or didn't care about uh, the results against Lube and, and Trento because right now Lube is four points behind Perugia with a game to play and the game Lube-Perugia at Lube. So, I mean, the defeat against Lube and the defeat against Trento put the first place in danger for Perugia. And despite the change of the rule, Perugia has shown in the past two years that they need the home court advantage to win. Because the last uh, Scudetto finals, uh, Lube won in uh, but in Perugia. But that, that, that doesn't... Uh, of, of course, you, you are making the, the point right. When uh, Lube won that Scudetto, they, they won all the games uh, in, um, in home, of course. And, but the decisive game, when, uh, when Lube was uh, thrilling by two sets, and, and they flip the coin, uh, it doesn't matter. If, you, if you're going to win, you will, you will get that, that win. No, no matter if you play away or, or home, of course, nobody wants Trentino in the semifinal, especially this Trentino team that he's coming back from uh, a long nap, like I say. <laughs> and right now, they are, they are uh, the best... Uh, Team, uh, uh, I mean, the the best team in shape right now in the, the entire Otis. championship. Mm-hmm. So uh, and, and they will do the same in Champions League, and they will hopefully get in the semifinals versus Perugia or uh, or or Lube Civitanova. I will I will say that with all the problems that have right now, Senit Kazan will be hard for them to be that other semi-finalists, but let's see what happened in two months. And again, uh, Trentino is coming back, but the season is not over yet, so we we can do... uh, uh, I mean, we can predict things that in the end, the the pro players, the most experienced pro players, are on the side of Lube Civitanova and they will meet Trentino again for sure, even if in the semifinal or finals. And it will not be so so easy like like happened three zero that nobody cares. I mean, uh, I wasn't I, I don't remember the last time I see Lube lose three zero was in Scudetto finals, yes, uh, versus versus Leon team and. And well, let's wait, let's develop more. So, yes, uh, Bottom can continue uh, talking about the, 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 the others match, but I, will, I, I want to comment on that Perugia Trentino game. Yes, uh, f- firstly, uh, I totally agree that uh, Trentino is the best 
the best team uh, taking into account their shape now. So in the last four matches, they won against Lube, uh, Piacenza, Modena, and uh, Perugia. So, so this is all. Uh, 16 rounds uh, played uh, mostly on the 27th of uh, December and the days uh, thereafter. Uh, Cisterna, Perugia, uh, 0 to 3. Modena, Trento, 1 to 3. Uh, Ravenna and Milano, uh, it's uh, postponed and not, uh, the date is not scheduled yet. Monza, Padova, 3 to. Lube Piacenza played today, 3-1 for Lube, and Verona against Vibo, 3-1. Uh, firstly, about uh, Modena and Trento, it was a very strange match for me. Trentino, surely the better team, but they didn't play that consistently, like, like uh, for example, against Lube and also against uh, Perugia. And this uh, gave some chances to, to Modena, including one, uh, one set. Uh, I believe it was the third, the third set in the match uh, Modena won, but still a good match for Luca Vettori. We, we mentioned uh, him uh, uh, often in our, in our podcast, but uh, Modena has great problems in position four with Petric, Karlicek and uh, uh, Lavia. And Lavia. So, yeah. What's your opinion on that one, that match? Uh, everyone expects Modena to play better than 20 days before when they badly lose 3-0 in Trento. You said Trento won 3-1, a game that should have ended 3-0. Uh, the, the, the newspaper and the opinionists say the same thing the day after. Um, actually, it was the set that Modena won that shown the big gap between the two teams. Because Modena had to play 110% and Trento piled up a lot of mistakes. Then, once again, as you mentioned, there's a huge difference between the, the spikers and if none of Petric, Karlicek and Lavia went over 38% in attack, it's difficult to win, not just against Trento, but against many, any other team uh, uh, in the league. And Trento number more than nine blocks and uh, aces with a 2 to 1 ratio. So, and Demir finished with 30 points. I mean, the, the, the set that Modena won was, yeah, uh, I, I couldn't say, uh, an explosion of pride for Modena not to lose 3-0 again, but was helped by Trento. And in fact, in the ensuing set, Trento won, won it pretty easily. So I, I think that things are getting dangerous for Modena because right now they are eighth or seventh. Uh, let's check the... Uh, they are in the seventh place with thir- uh, 23 points, 14 of them had been won against Ravenna, Padova, and Cisterna, which are the last three uh, teams. So another team that's probably happy that they don't have to fight till the last gasp to get into the, the first eight is, uh, is probably this Modena. Uh, because I don't think that they could click uh, something and, and be a danger for the Perugia, Vibor, Trento. The problem is that if you play like that, in the quarterfinal, you will meet one between Lube and, and Perugia and your season will be over. By the way, there are some, some rumors that uh, 
they will take for the next season Lukas Kampa, the German setter from uh, Jazebski Wengel, and uh, and Mika Christensen will play next season in Poland, but maybe it's only rumors for now. Maybe they are going to try to release some uh, financial, uh, some money to to take a better bet spiker. I believe that 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 could be the reasoning behind or such a decision. Or buy a biscuit, at least, because uh, these these news are not uh, for me not good for every for everyone, especially the players that play in the organization of Modena. You know, you are focused indeed in this season and then comes the possible news that a player like Kampa, you know, that is uh, in the final years of his career will come to Italy to play in a such a famous team like Modena, you know. Uh, I also believe that, of course, Christensen is being uh, misused by this team and he he will have to go overseas or uh, find another offer in Italy, which I think is out of the table. I don't know if Piacenza have the the interest on, in, on him after uh, this season. They, they also are negotiating with, uh, with Leal, but I think in the end, Leal will, will choose to stay because of the relationship that he has with Rolandi Simon. So, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's been a little uh, a strange week. So, yeah. And, and, of course, commenting on that Modena Trentino, it's okay to lose a set in this, in this league. You see the game that ended uh, one hour ago between Civitanova and Piacenza. Nobody expected that Piacenza win a set in, in, in Civitanova, but this thing happens, you know. When a team starts uh, well, the set, and the other team, like Civitanova, in this case, make uh, silly errors. They enter in a barrage of errors, errors, and you can win a set. It's okay. Now, uh, the the bad thing will will have to be if they won two sets. That is a strange thing, you know. But but that doesn't happen. Unfortunately, they they lose the second. 29-27 and win the third, which for me is a little bit uh, strange because if you fight so hard the second and lose, uh, especially the third set, you will not come so strongly and they come strongly and, w- and win the set. So good for them, but in the end, Trentino won. Uh, and yes, ah, of course, congratulations to Verona for that win in home versus Vio Valencia. I wasn't expect that, but I, I think uh, Matei showed a great display again and Jensen is starting to be something that people will talk about, especially during this end of season. So congratulations, another win. <laughs> On the 30th of December, we had another postponed match, uh, Ravenna against Trento, 1-3. And so, so this is the 
I don't know how many uh, wins in uh, uh, in a row for for Trento with, with this one from the six, seven. I don't know. Maybe with six. with also with the with the Champions League matches there even uh, more. Uh, so that's the last I believe postponed uh, match. Let's go to the 17th round played on the 3rd of January. So the first round for the new year. Padova Lube 0-3, Piacenza Modena will be played on 12th of January, Perugia Trento, the derby match of the round 1-3, Verona Milano 3-1, another win for Verona, Viboravena 3-0, and Modena Cisterna 3-1, and again defeat for Cisterna. Let's start again with Trento and uh, their win as a guest against Perugia one to three very convincing match uh, again for the for the team of Angelo Angelo Orinzetti. Maybe Nicola can can share his joy. Yeah, yeah, the joy because it was the tenth consecutive uh, uh, win. Uh, if you consider also the Champions League or the seventh consecutive win, if you just uh, stick to the to the championship. It was not a spectacular game, uh, and I think both of you could agree. There were a lot of mistakes by both sides, uh, but it was an intense one. Uh, I think a lot of comeback, uh, widening and shortening the gap. The game showed two main things, in my opinion. The first one is what Ronnie has been saying since October. Um, Leon couldn't keep winning games alone. Uh, he didn't have a great game against Trento, but... Basically, no one of the supporting cast, let's call it, uh, shown up. <laughs> While on the other side, uh, despite Nimir's first three sets, um, both Lucarelli and Podrashanin made up for him and keep Trento on a good level. And then the, the opposite uh, uh, react and had a great fourth set. But I, I obviously happy for the win, but I was a little bit disappointed by the the game itself. I mean, it was Abdelaziz against Leon in my mind. So the two best scorers, best tasemen, and most MVPs of the entire league, and it was a. We talk about pure volleyball, about a show. Let's call it. It was a poor game, but there are those kind of games. In, uh, during a season and you have to win it and once again I will underline Micheletto's uh, performance because uh, starting from the second set Perugia keep on aiming at him uh, from the service line and putting him under pressure and the young guy didn't break what do you think Ronnie? Especially when he he only have two two errors in recession compared to Rossini or or Lucarelli that both have three, uh, was uh, a, a better man that I I think Nimir in attack with PTA, even well he, he only received 12, 12 sets uh, against uh, thirteen of Nimir. But this is normal, you know. Uh, the 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 boy was there to uh, to use uh, at least um, both Lisinac and Podraskani in the formation and to help the recession. I think that I don't think Koi has. So yeah, 
he 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 keep improving, and this is this is good. In the in the in the same round, uh, Marlon Jan of Louvre also play um, and display uh, a phenomenal game. We will comment later about it. And yes, uh, with Fred Leon, it's not a robot. I mean, he has scored two aces, but has uh, made six errors. Uh, Nimir make uh, only one ace and scored five. So the the bot uh, leaders of this team didn't show up, and I'm happy to see a player like Lucarelli coming back from these personal issues that haunted at the beginning of the season, you know, and, and now he is proving that he worth the money that Trentino paid paid for it. I believe he he will pay that debt if he reach the finals. I think that Trentino is looking forward. So let's see if he can the if he can maintain the level uh, till April. So uh, yeah, I, about the the other members of the uh, Perugia, it's the same thing. Uh, all the the time you can see the scorers. Leon with 16 points. And Sole was the closest one with 11. This can this can happen. I mean, Sole make 56% uh, in attack, uh, a bad uh, percentage for a middle blocker. So, uh, despite the, the the fact that he made four blocks, but you can rely in a middle blocker to help you. To win the game. So where is uh, Terhorse? Where is Charon? Where is Plodinsky uh, that had been missing since I don't know ages? So yeah, and because of that, I I believe that Trentino had more weapons at at their disposal to take care of the business and uh, get the three points. That is the most important thing because you can win three two, but it's not the same. Uh, they they need to win now three three zero or three three one to make use of the of the this time of the this time uh, team sorry and and that's what happened. Yeah, Lucarelli should have been the MVP in my opinion of that game. And they gave it to Nimir, but Lucarelli deserved it the the most, and he is playing a fantastic December. In the past, uh, he's been the player, as you say, they, they paid for. <laughs> it's shown in the past month, so I'm happy to. He's back on, on his adding, adding to the comeback of Gianelli to the setter position, uh, yes, Lucarelli has been the key factor of this team. I would like to mention two things. Firstly, about Perugia, their overall attack percentage was only 4% efficiency. So, so 4% efficiency is... Awful, but this came from uh, from exactly mostly not not only from mostly but from the opposite because Vernon Evans had on had not only because when you have zero percent efficiency it's not only it's it's I don't know it's nothing nothing and 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 even 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 worse the the percentage of their host efficiency is minus twenty percent. So, so I believe that it was something like he had three 
attacks, kill attacks, but he was blocked four times and uh, had also three direct errors in attack. So, so that's why it's minus, uh, uh, minus percent inefficiency. So, so uh, in, in simple words, that means that, that if he hadn't played at all, he, he, would, he would have been more efficient than, than, uh, than uh, <laughs> with his uh, attendance in the match, uh, participation in the match. Uh, and about Trentino, before the season, and I believe we talked about that maybe in the first edition of the podcast, we were talking about the fact that maybe Trentino can have some problems with the reception because neither Lucarelli or Dick Coy are good receivers. They are not famous with their reception, they are more famous with their attack and their serve. But we don't, we haven't we didn't take into account the X factor of Alessandro Micheletto. So with Micheletto, things changed a lot. So, so he's uh, like, like one of the matches, I believe the match with Lube, uh, one of the, the commentators of Sport said he receives, he serves, he attacks, he can do everything. And it's only 19 years of age, a player, 19 years old. So it's, 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 uh, it's truly amazing. I don't know what what can we what can we add more about this round and maybe go to the ranking after 13 to 17 matches like we mentioned uh, before that with Perugia leading uh, 43 points uh, 17 matches Lube 36 Vibo 31 Trento 30 what uh, maybe they're going to uh, to have this this third place tomorrow Piacenza, Monza, Modena, Milano, Verona, Ravenna, Padova, Cisterna, it doesn't matter with the rules change. So probably Cisterna will be on the on the last place and they won't participate in the playoffs, but all the other teams will be in the playoffs. So maybe we can also add that that the first five teams will play directly into the quarterfinals and the other six will play in the eight finals and three of them will play in the quarterfinals as well. Exactly. So the run for the fifth place will be probably the most uh, uh, interesting one in, in, in those last games uh, if we consider the, the lower half of the, of the ranking because there are actually four teams that could uh, aim at the... At the fifth place, Piacenza, Monza, Modena, and uh, and Milano, and I think that Milano's got an edge because, I mean, they have three or two more less game than the others, and they probably get some points. The but problem with Milano, the problem with Milano is that they are without Patrice. Also, uh, in this match against Verona, they they played with. Uh, actually, there are a lot of teams that season without their opposites and they need to play with three receivers rotating on the uh, on the opposite position uh, we had verona are uh, doing this we had piacenza are uh, doing this uh, we had uh, trento itself we had when uh, trento also was, yes trento milano and i'm not sure about the other teams because honestly i, I haven't piacenza. watched uh, yeah i haven't watched uh, matches of Padova, for example, maybe only one match, but but I believe that their Tonchik Stern is playing, and uh, 
and Ravenna has Pinali. So, uh, so this is the ranking. Maybe this, this will be the most interesting uh, thing to observe. Who will be, f which team will be fifth, and uh, maybe if uh, there is a slight chance for Cisterna to, but I don't think so because we they have only how many five matches left from. Uh, until the end of the of the of the yeah. regular season, so I don't think that they can compensate uh, seven uh, seven points for only five matches. I, I don't think so. Uh, and that's the ranking. Uh, and now I believe that we can go through our traditional uh, series uh, during the podcast about the volleyball lessons of Nicola in Italian. Yeah, it comes to the other uh, three new words. And the first word uh, involved a, an attacking solution. Uh, if you get a point by taking advantage of the opponent's blocking action, uh, usually hitting his arm or his hand, you got the block out, which is money out in, uh, in Italian. And the other two words could be related to, a, let's imagine, a video check call. Uh, especially after a fast serve or spike, uh, when you're not sure whether the ball uh, is in or out. Uh, ball in is uh, palla dentro in Italian, and ball out is palla fuori. Perfect. So, so we have uh, money out, palla dentro, and palla fuori. And uh, I believe that that was all of it uh, for now. Uh, maybe we're going to have our next edition of the podcast in uh, two or three weeks. Uh, and maybe uh, three weeks, then then again two to, in order to, to finish the regular season. So two further editions until the end of the, of the regular season. And uh, of course, then, uh, then the playoffs, uh, I, will believe, I, I believe that this will be the most interesting part. And let's hope that there won't be any a new COVID uh, cases in the teams then because that will, that will be the, the, most, uh, the, the most awful thing for the teams because now it seems that the matches are not that important, but if we get, go to the playoffs and somebody is missing, that will be a very uh, concerning thing. But uh, before that, don't forget, where is Coppa Italia? Where is yes. uh, uh, with what? What is the exactly uh, date for the quarterfinals and finals and all that? I believe uh, we will be in the end of January, something like that. Yes. Uh, so far, there should be uh, the quarterfinal on Wednesday, the twenty seventh, uh, with the the best game played at home for the first four seed, seed one to four against seed uh, uh, eight to, to five to eight. Uh, semi-final is uh, on the 30th of, uh, of January and the final the day after. So between the 27th and the, the 31st of, uh, of January, uh, we will have all the, the games. Maybe we can do the podcast after that because uh, it is relevant despite the other games of the regular season left. Uh, talking about the Copa Italia is, uh, is nice, I believe. Yes, I believe that we can do one podcast after two weeks, maybe, on 
on the Before, league, on the league, on the league, and uh, then before before the Coppa Italia and then one day after because the last season of the the last round will be when will be the 7th of February ah yes yes there are a lot of times so so we so we can do so we can do several 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 editions uh, then okay because it's uh, they will eight yes there there will be there will be also uh, I'm, I'm I'm seeing now that due to the postponed matches there will be also a, a, a small pause, a break in, uh, for example the eighth round uh, the altogether this is altogether the so will be placed okay so 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 let's do it uh, uh, th this way maybe after two or three weeks we're going to have. Uh, uh, the next one, and then uh, a special special edition. Let's say it in this way about uh, the the Italian that... Cup. Yes. Okay. Because that's that's also uh, important with this new format. Because we have we had before the the, the beginning of the season we have these preliminary tournaments, which uh, which uh, now make the, the situation even uh, uh, less understandable because it's not just according. To the ranking, it also according to uh, to who qualified in these preliminary tournaments and who doesn't, that who didn't. Okay, uh, that's uh, that's for now. Uh, at least, uh, thank you again for uh, your expertise uh, in Italian volleyball. And uh, for our listeners, uh, I'd like again to to remind you that you can uh, follow us, subscribe to us in YouTube. Uh, in Facebook, uh, Volleyball Explained, Cuban Spike, Pioli Di Volley, also in Twitter, uh, in the case of Pioli Di Volley. Uh, you can, if you are a fan of our content, of the content of the uh, Volleyball Explained YouTube channel and podcast, you can also support us in Patreon. Uh, thank you a lot for, for watching us or listening to us or whatever and uh, have a very happy new year. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.